It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. Flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. And we go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Raiders leading 18 to 2. Raiders make a pitching change here as Eric Swan will be removed after giving up only one hit, but he had four walks in that third inning. Bryson Thomas will come on, senior from Spring Hill to pick up the pitching duties. Bryson on the mounds this year, one and one with a 5.93, making his eighth pitching appearance. 13 and two thirds innings, he's allowed nine runs, nine hits. All of the runs earned. He has walked eight, struck out 11, allowed one home run. Opponents hitting 191 against the senior right-hander Bryson Thomas. His parents are here today, somewhere, probably uh, trying to find some shade. Check our weather and see how we're progressing in the temperature department. Bryson's first pitch is a strike call. The batter is Pierce Gallo, the shortstop. Flight out to right field in his first at bat. One strike to count. And the pitch misses outside one and one. 89 degrees now. They are forecasting a high of 92 today, which is very close to a record in Houston. The pitch in the dirt, ball two, two and one. Thomas, the big right-hander, delivers, and a little tap going to be a foul ball just outside the line at third, scooped up by Coker before it can go back uh, into fair territory. Two and two the count. Raiders leading 18 to two. Just in the fourth inning and getting close to two hours. 
expired in this game. Bryson Thomas, 6'4", 225, out of Spring Hill, Spring Hill High School. Two and two the count to Gallo, and the pitch sweat on him, missed, struck him out. That's out number one in the fourth. Eric Swan, the starter, went three innings, allowed two runs, both earned, one hit, but walked four. Struck out one and threw three wild pitches. Here is Garza, the catcher. Takes a strike, nothing and one. Garza hit back to the pitcher to end the second inning for Rice. Thomas with the pitch. And that one missed outside. That caught Rudder in a bad spot. One ball and one strike. Rudder behind the plate today. Mason Spears caught the first two games for the Raiders. He is the DH today with Rudder. Played first base the first two games. There's a shot to left field and a base hit for Garza. He has swung the bat well in this series. That's his fourth hit in the series. First hit off. Thomas, second hit for the Owls in the game. Here's the third baseman, Long. Long walked in the third inning, was erased as part of a double play. There's a strike call, nothing in one to Long. The pitch, strike two calls, nothing in two. Runner at first with one out. Thomas pitch, swung on, hit to right field. Snyder drifts back over to his left a little bit, makes the catch, four out number two. Two down, and the number nine hitter is Aaron Sobielski. Nope, we got a new, a new batter here. Aaron Smajelski is going to be the batter. Be his first at bat. Left-handed hitter. They're getting all of the difficult to pronounce names in the game on me now. Smajelski, freshman out of Clayton, North Carolina, transfer from UNC. A former Tar Heel. S-M-I-J. 
G-E-L-S-K-I. Smijelski. Pitches outside to him. Two balls and a strike. Two outs. Runner at first. Rice batting in the bottom of the fourth inning. 18 to two, the Raiders out in front. And the pitch. Swing and a ball hit to the left side. Gonna be a difficult play. And did Galloway catch that ball? He wound up on top of the tar uh, tarp, which was rolled up outside the bullpen. He dove on top of the tarp. And I think they, no, they say he did not catch it. Home plate umpire had to make a long run to get a look at it. I don't see how he could tell because Galloway wound up on his belly on top of the rolled up tarp. There's a pitch low and the count's gonna go full on Smijelski, three and two. Well, whether he caught it or not, he made a uh, heck of an effort to get there. Full count, three and two. The runner at first will be going. There he goes. Ground ball to the right side. Mabry got a nice hop over to first in time, and the inning is over. So Bryson Thomas comes out of the bullpen. Gives up a hit, but sets the side down. No runs, one hit, one left. We have completed four full innings. Middle Tennessee, 18, Rice 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. We go to the fifth inning. Raiders leading 18 to 2. Let's pause. 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS. Murfreesboro Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Throw goes down to second, and the Raiders will send Eston Snyder to the plate to lead off inning number five. Raiders scored one run in the first, two in the second, 
11 in the third and four in the fourth. Snyder has scored a pair of runs. Has been safe on a fielder's choice and has walked and is hit back to the pitcher. And swings at the first pitch, fouls it out of play, strike one. I expect with an 18 to two lead, the Raiders are gonna be coming out of the dugout swinging. McCloyd is on deck to hit. He will hit for Spears. Mason, the uh, designated hitter today. There is ball two to Snyder, two and one. So Mason McCloyd for Mason Spears. Pitch fouled out, fouled away. Two balls, two strikes. McCloyd has started one game. He's uh, making his 14th appearance. He's not up there yet, but hitting 333 with a home run. And the pitch to the plate bounced foul out of play. Cien Fuegos in his second inning uh, came in and got the last batter in the fourth. Got Coker on a fly ball to end the inning. Two balls, two strikes. Snyder asked for time, backs out. Cienfuegos, the pitcher, out uh, outside. Now ball three, three and two. Pale pitch coming to Snyder, and he popped it high in the air down the left field line. Shortstop, long run, left fielder, long run. Left fielder will make the catch just in fair territory over near that uh, rolled-up tarp where Galloway made uh, his diving attempt last inning. Snyder retired on a fly ball to left for the first out. Here is McLeod. Spears had been up three times, 0 for 2, and hit by pitch, had scored a run. McCloyd is a left-handed batter, takes a strike call, nothing in one. Looks like Luke Benson is gonna hit for Dillingham. Pitch swung on, popped into shallow left field. Shortstop comes in. Actually, it's, he's gonna wind up on the uh, infield dirt just a step off the grass, take that pop up for out number two. Two up, two down, here's Luke Benson. So Dillingham, who had reached base three times, 
They may take Galloway out and leave Dillingham in left field. We'll see how they align when they come out to play defense next inning. Pitch is outside. Well, no, Dillingham cannot stay in the game because he is being lifted. So Benson would go to center. That will go two balls, no strikes to Luke Benson. Luke hitting 226. That's from the left side. Takes a strike, two and one. Benson with three home runs. 16 runs batted in this season. Swing and a miss. Two and two. Two outs were in the top of the fifth inning. The pitch. Just outside, ball three. Count goes full to Benson. Swing and a miss. Struck him out and the inning is over. One, two, three in the fifth. Cienfuegos sets the side down in order. We'll go to the bottom of the fifth inning. That means we're halfway home in this game. It's Middle Tennessee 18, Rice 2 of the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Top of the batting order, Connor Walsh will lead it off against Bryson Thomas. First pitch is in the dirt for ball one. I think KB Peralta has checked in to play short. There's a strike called. One ball, one strike. Benson has gone to center. 
Swung on, the ball hit into right center. Vincent coming over, he's gonna make the catch there for out number one. So one out in the fifth inning. Here's Garibay. As one of the two Rice hits in this game. Been on base twice, he reached out an error in the first inning, doubled into the left field corner in the third. Garibay, a sophomore. Thomas first pitch, outside corner strike, nothing in one. Eighteen to two, the Raiders with an 11 run third inning today. And the pitch. Oh, inside, almost hit it, ball one, one and one. Bryson Thomas making his eighth appearance on the mound this season. He also has started at first base several games. Thomas pitches low, two balls and a strike. Swung on, ground ball, and pass. Fabry into center field, a base hit. So Garibay has his second hit of the game. Bounced it past Mabry, who's moving to his right. Second hit off Bryson. Here's Bullman, who has flied to right and walked. Strike call, first pitch to Austin Bullman. Well, you'll have an opportunity to see the number 14 ranked team in the nation next weekend as Southern Mississippi comes to town. Pitch from Thomas Lowe, one and one. They have been ranked as high as number four. Southern Miss going into play today 19 and 7 in the league and 37 and 14 overall. There's a shot past Lopez into left center, a base hit. Raiders cut it off. The throw will be to second, and runners will be at first and third. Runner on first, Garibay. Made it all the way to third. Raiders might have had a shot at him, but played it safe, threw the ball back into second. So first and third, one out. Hit number three off Bryson Thomas. And the batter is Becker, who is grounded out and walked. Becker, a left-handed hitter. Thomas comes set and the first pitch to him misses inside, ball one.
Becker, sophomore. Swings, and it is off Coker, rolling in to foul ground. Coming in to score is Garibay. That will make it 18 to three. We'll see if they score that a hit or if they give an error. They're gonna call that a hit. So that will be three straight hits off Thomas. Get Becker a run batted in. And the batter is Rydell who takes that one in the dirt and Rudder makes a quick recovery. Runners cannot advance. Runners at first and second with one out. And ball one to Rydell. Time call, Rudder's gonna go have a word with Bryson Thomas. Raiders get the bullpen working. It is 18 to three. Rice with runners at first and second, one out here in the fifth inning. Check the Raider bullpen, these binoculars lined up. Runners back behind the plate. Ready to pitch and a strike call. One ball, one strike. That may be Jalen Wirtz in the bullpen. One and one the count. Ball hit the left field. Galloway back, warning track, reaches up makes the catch, runs into the wall, gets the ball back into the infield. Nice play in left for out number two. And the batter will be Gallo. Gallo has flied out and struck out 0 for 2. Runners at first and second, two outs in the fifth. One run has scored. So it is 18 to three. Time call, Jerry uh, Myers, Blue Raider pitching coach is gonna make a visit to the mound. And it could be that we'll have a pitching change here. two outs. No signal yet to the bullpen. Coach Myers is, I think, killing a little time out there to get the relief pitcher a chance to throw a few more. There's the call to the bullpen. So the Raiders will make a pitching change here 
And we will take a break and be back to tell you about our new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. New pitcher is Jason Wirtz. Jalen Wirtz, my mistake. Freshman out of Gallatin. Station Camp High School. So we will uh, look at his last outing, which was a good one. Came in in the Tennessee Tech game on uh, Tuesday. Worked four and a third innings, allowed one run on three hits. Did not walk anybody and had two strikeouts. So Jalen Wirtz is the third Blue Raider pitcher following Swan and Bryson Thomas. Thomas has pitched an inning and two thirds. He has given up one run and four hits. Did not walk anybody and had one strikeout. And he is responsible for the runners out there now at first and second. So here is Wirtz to pitch to Pierce Gallo, the shortstop. Gallo 0 for 2. That's from the right side. Runner at second is Bullman. The runner at first, Becker. Two outs here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Wirtz comes set, and the first pitch is a strike call, nothing in one. Nobody out on the hill behind the left field fence today. Well, there are some people out there under some tents. Yeah, I see them now near the uh, grandstand area. 
blame them. I'd be under a tent too. The pitch, strike two called. Nothing and two, the count to Gallo. Wirtz comes set. And the 0-2 pitch foul to the screen. On deck hitter. Garza picks it up, hands it to the ball boy. Ball boy has a shiny red helmet on. The little guy. Pitches high for a ball. One ball and two strikes. Come on, Pierce. Wirtz comes set, runners at first and second. And a little looping ball hit into right field for a base hit. They're going to hold the bases loaded. Throw comes in quickly. Just looped it over the second baseman's head. Raiders have Jason Williams at first base now. Came in to start the inning. I didn't catch that earlier. So give Gallo a hit. And the bases are loaded with two outs. And the batter is the catcher, Garza. Garza swings from the left side. First pitch from Wirtz in there for a strike. Nothing in one. So the Raider infield is Coker, Garcia, Mabry, and Jacob Williams. Rudder still behind the plate, the pitch. Hit foul down the right side. That will be into the Rice bullpen. And works ahead in the count, two strikes. Benson is in center, Snyder in right. And Galloway and left. The pitch. Swung on, ground ball to second. Should be out of the inning. Mabry has it over to first in time, and that's going to be all in the fifth. So Wirtz comes in, gives up a hit, but gets the final out. No runs. I'm sorry, there was one run earlier, one run, four hits, and two left, or three left. No, they leave the bases loaded, three left. Raiders lead it 18 to three as we go to the sixth inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. At Ascension St. Thomas, care 
is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthcare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Going into the sixth inning. Now, here's uh, here's an interesting uh, fact. May the 15th in 1952, Virgil Trucks throws the first of his two no-hitters that season, shutting out the Senators one to nothing, thanks to a two-out, two-strike, ninth-inning home run by Vic Wirtz. Crowd of only 2,215 in attendance in Detroit at Briggs Stadium witnessed the second no-hitter in franchise history. And I'll tell you why there was such a small crowd in just a moment. Fausto Lopez leading off for the Raiders in the sixth, takes the pitch high and inside for ball one. Cienfuegos, the fifth rice pitcher, delivers a strike. One and one. The reason uh, only a little over 2,000 fans turned out for that game in Detroit is because a parade honoring General Douglas MacArthur was taking place at the same time in downtown Detroit. They wanted to see the general. They didn't want to see the Tigers play. And Virgil Trucks pitched a no-hitter. Lopez fouls the next pitch down the left field line. One and two the count, and this one hit to short. Be charging is Gallo, can't make a play. I expect they will score that as a hit. That was going to be a very tough play by the shortstop if he made it, and we'll see what they put up on the board. Raiders have 14 hits in the game. And they're going to charge an error to the shortstop. That's their fourth error. KB Peralta will be checking in to run for Lopez. Peralta running at first base. We're in the top of the sixth inning. It is 18 to three Raiders. Here's JT Mabry. Takes the pitch low for ball one. So JT, you need a hit here to keep that average over 300. He is one out of three. Peralta, the pinch runner at first. There's a foul off to the left. One ball, one strike to Mabry. You know what Virgil Truck's nickname was? I can hear Mr. Callow answering now. One ball, one strike. High ball two. 
Virgil Trucks was known as Virgil Fire Trucks. I guess for a couple of obvious reasons. Two balls and a strike. Peralta leading at first. That pitch inside on, brushed it back a little bit, almost hit him. Three and one now to Mabry. Right-hander Cienfuegos. And he has been so far the most effective pitcher we've seen out of the Rice bullpen. But he's behind Mabry, three and one. Swing and a drive in the right center. That's going to go down for a hit. Peralta rounds second on his way to third as the throw comes in. The Raiders will have him at the corners. Good job, JT. You keep that average over 300 with a base hit to right center. Runners first and third. That is the first hit given up by the right-hander, Sinfuegos. All right, this is Jacob Williams. He is hitting in Morgan's spot. He took over at first base last inning, so Morgan is out. Had a two for three game with a walk and three runs scored. Williams, a big right-handed batter, takes the pitch outside, ball one. Let's see, Jacob. Jacob making his 21st appearance. He is hitting 250, nine out of 36 on the season. And hits this one high in the air to left field. Left fielder back on the warning track. Has to look at that one. And that one's out of the ballpark at the 375 mark. Jacob got it up into the breeze and hit it out. That is a three-run homer. For Jacob Williams, his, I believe that's his second, oh, it's his third home run of the season. He clears the bases. That one went out at the 375 mark. Second home run for the Raiders today. So now the Raiders have scored off every pitcher used by Rice in this game. It is 21 to three. In batting practice on Thursday, uh, the day the Raiders got to town, Williams was hitting them out over that left field fence with regularity. The last time the Raiders scored 20 or more in a game was March 25th of 2018. They scored 24 at Belmont. Swinging a foul. Galloway with a count of 0-2 now. So it's been uh, since 2018, the Raiders had a 20 run game, 21 to three now. Sinfuegos with a pitch, a swing and a miss. Uh, maybe tip, foul tipped it into the catcher's mitt. That'll be a strikeout. And out number one, second strikeout for Sinfuegos. 
Here's Bricks. Not Bricks, Rudder. Nick Jones is going to take over catching duties, apparently. And we'll bat for Rudder. Rudder had two doubles and a single, three for four today. Nick appearing in only his third game. Takes the first pitch for ball one. He is one out of 11. I'm sorry, appearing in his 10th game, one out of 11 for the season. And he swings very, he swings very hard when he gets in there. That one fouled off to the right. He sits some balls on the nose that have been caught. About time for uh, Lady Luck to smile on him. One ball, one strike. Outside ball two, two and one. This guy's a bullpen catcher. He does a little bit of everything. Transfer from Memphis. A 2-1 pitch. Swing and a ball smashed to the left side. That is through for a base hit. Good going, Nick. Gets his second hit of the season. Bounced it through the left side of the infield. Put that good swing on it. You never know what's going to happen. That is the third hit in the inning. And we'll have a visit to the mound. I assume we'll have another pitching change. So, yeah, there's the call to the bullpen. We'll take a break and uh, try to find out who this new pitcher is coming in for the Owls on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. We're in the sixth inning. Raiders have scored three in this inning. And have a runner at first base with one out. And the new pitcher is Drake Greenwood. He is a... is a grad transfer from Missouri, native of Houston. So Greenwood will come in, making his seventh appearance, 0-1 with a 6.43. 
has pitched seven innings this season, allowed eight hits, five earned runs, has walked six, struck out seven. Opponents hitting 286, he has given up one home run. So Greenwood is the new pitcher, pitcher number six, used by Rice. Cienfuegos goes an inning and two thirds. He has given up four runs. No. He has given up three runs on three hits and has one strike, has two strikeouts. So Greenwood will take over. Nick Jones just got his second hit of the season. Bounce one through the infield. And Brett Coker will be the batter with a runner at first and one out. Greenwood listed at 6'5", 225. First pitch outside gets by the catcher. Jones strolls down to second base. So a runner at second now with one out in the inning. Coker's last uh, at bat hit one out of the ballpark. His fourth home run of the season. And the pitch outside ball two, two and zero. Oh. Jacob Williams has homered earlier in this inning. For Jacob, it was his third of the season. Raiders had not hit a home run in the series coming into today. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball three. Three balls, no strikes. Coker hits one into deep right center. Center field is going to have room out there. I think he will. He'll make the catch for out number two. And they had an extreme shift on for Coker. I didn't notice that until right before that pitch. They had both the, the second baseman and the shortstop on the left side of the infield. So two outs. The batter is Eston Snyder. Snyder looking for his first hit today. He is 0 for 3, but he scored two runs. He's reached base a couple of times and scored both times. Here's the pitch. High ball one. One ball, no strikes. Nick Jones, the runner at second, pitches high again, ball two, two and oh.
We're in the top of the sixth inning. In case you joined us late, the Raiders had an 11-run third inning. They lead 21-3. to three. The pitch. Drilled in the left field, a base hit. Jones will hold it third as the throw comes in. That ball was hit so hard, Jones did not have an opportunity to score. But Snyder gets his first hit of the game. Solid single to left. First hit off Greenwood. Veteran McLeod came in and popped out to short in the fifth inning. First and third, two outs. Inside almost hit him. Well, no, no almost about it. It did hit it, hit him. He's going down to first base, hit by a pitch. That will load the bases with two outs for Luke Benson. Rice pitchers have hit four batters today. They have thrown six wild pitches, have given up 18 hits, and have made four errors. Here's Greenwood with the pitch outside, ball one to Benson. Benson struck out in the fifth inning, came in to replace Dillingham, the starter in center field. KB Peralta will bat next. Here's the pitch. That's a strike at the knees, one and one. Bases loaded, two outs, swinging a foul straight back. One ball, two strikes to Benson. have scored three in the inning and have the bases loaded. One ball, two strikes to Luke Benson. Greenwood comes set. And the pitch swung on, hit off his fist, back to the screen. Count holds at one and two. One two pitch inside backed him away. Two balls, two strikes. And the pitch is swung on, hit to the right side. Second baseman will take it the short way to second for the force, and that will end the inning. So in the inning, the Raiders bat around three runs, 
two, three, four hits. That was an error. Three men left. We will go to the bottom of the sixth inning. It is Middle Tennessee 21 and Rice 3 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Uh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we go to the bottom of the sixth inning. The Raiders have Jacob Wright out in left field now. We the bottom of the sixth. Pitson in center. That's still Snyder and right, I think. Still Coker at third. KB Peralta is at short. That may be Jennings at second. I want to get the glasses out. Jones behind the plate. Wirtz with the first pitch to Justin Long, and it's fouled out of play. Strike one. That's Gabe Jennings at second base now. There's a foul to the screen, 0-2. So the Raiders with an almost complete change defensively. Coker still at third. And Snyder still in right. Everybody else in a different spot. There's a ball hit to center, shallow center. Vincent coming in right on the Rice logo in center field will make the catch. Four out number one in the sixth inning. And the batter will be Smajelski. Smajelski has batted one time and grounded out. Jalen Wirtz came in out of the bullpen in the fifth inning. Retired the side. Got the first batter here in the sixth, and there's a strike to Smajelski. He's a left-handed batter. And the fifth pitch 
Gets past Jones, goes all the way to the backstop. One ball, one strike to count. Raiders are leading 21 to three. The pitch popped up. Shallow center, Benson coming on. He's gonna call for it and make the catch. So Benson has handled the first two here in the sixth inning. Two up, two down. Leadoff hitter is Connor Walsh. Walsh looking for his first hit. He has scored a run after being walked in the third inning. 0 for 2. First pitch to him outside, ball one. Eric Swan started the game, seems like a week ago. Worked the first three innings, gave up two runs, only one hit, but had trouble finding home plate. He walked four and threw three wild pitches. So he was removed after three innings. Bryson Thomas pitched an inning and two thirds, gave up a run on four hits. And Jalen Wirtz working in his second inning now. The pitch. Strike called. And the count goes to one and two on Walsh. Rice has a very young team. Jose Cruz Jr., the former big leaguer, son of the legendary Jose Cruz, is their head coach trying to rebuild the program here. There's a swing and a miss. Walsh down on strikes. And that's going to be all in the sixth, the one, two, three inning for Jalen Wirtz. Here are your totals after six innings for Middle Tennessee, 21 runs, 18 hits, two errors, and for Rice, three runs, five hits, but committed four errors. Raiders lead it 21 to three as we go to the seventh inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Bryce has made another pitching change as we go to the seventh inning. Reed Gallant, G-A-L-L-A-N-T, Gallant. 
be the new pitcher. He's a right-hander. And he will face the top of the batting order, which will be right now KB Peralta. Dave Jennings will bat second. Jacob Williams third. Let's see, Gallant making his 12th appearance, 0-1 with a 14.40 earned run average. He's thrown 10 innings, allowed 13 hits, 16 runs, all earned. Walked nine, struck out seven, has allowed three home runs. Opponents hitting 310 against him. KB Peralta, a switch hitter, batting left-handed, will lead off for the Raiders. Peralta, appearing in his 19th game, is four out of 23 for a 174 average. Takes the first pitch from Gallant. It's in for a strike, nothing in one. So Lopez had two hits in five trips. That ball hits the dirt in front of home plate, bounces away, and it's one and one to Peralta. Let's see, Fausto Lopez scored three runs, had two hits. One and one now to Peralta. Pitches outside, ball two, two and one. KB Peralta out of Lawrence, Massachusetts. Transfer from Howard College. Takes ball three inside. Three and one. I think that one glanced off the umpire's chest protector. He's taking a little break. He's ready for this game to be over. The Raiders are ready for this game to be over. I'm pretty sure Rice is of the same opinion. Three balls and a strike to Peralta. Ball four, Peralta draws a base on balls. So Gallant walks the first batter he faces and the batter is Gabe Jennings. Jennings appearing in his 15th game. He is three out of 19, does have one home run and three RBIs. He hit that home run at Lipscomb. Pitches high and outside. One ball, no strikes. Peralta with the leadoff walk is at first base. There's a strike to Jennings, one and one. Jacob Williams waiting to hit next. No, 
That pitch way outside to the backstop and Peralta will walk down to second base. That is wild pitch number seven for Rice pitchers today. Unless some of those were scored as pass balls. One and one. Inside ball two, two and one to Jennings. Jennings from Lebanon. Went to Wilson Central High School there. Two balls and a strike. Swing and a miss. Count goes to two and two. Peralta, the runner at second base. We're in the top of the seventh inning, 21 to three Raiders. There's ball four, I had to count wrong. Been a long day. Second walk given up by Gallant. So two walks and a wild pitch. In his first two batters, and the batter is Jacob Williams, who hit a three-run homer over the 375 mark and swings at this one and sends it deep into left center field. Center fielder has room out there, and he makes the catch for out number one. If he turned a little bit sooner on that pitch, he might have had another three-run homer. As it was, a deep fly ball to left center. One out, and the batter is Jacob Wright, who took over in left field for Galloway. Takes a strike, nothing in one. Jacob appearing in his 11th game is Officially 0 for 1 on the season. A left-handed batter. Takes the pitch outside. One ball, one strike. Jacob also a pitcher. Fouls this one away, and the count goes to one and two out of Blackman High School. One ball, two strikes. The runners at first and second, one out. We're in the top of the seventh inning. Pitches outside, two and two. Nick Jones waiting to hit next. Ball three is outside. Count goes full to right, three and two. Gallant with the pitch. Foul to the screen. Count holes at three and two. 
I know we have folks tuning in and out all the time, so I want to remind you again that the Raiders had a big third inning. They scored 11 runs and took a 14 to nothing lead into the bottom of the third. Right hits this one high to left field. Left fielder moving over and makes the catch for out number two here in the seventh inning. And the batter is Nick Jones, got a base hit in his first uh, attempt last inning, bounced it through the infield. So two outs, runners first and second. So the Raiders led 14 to nothing, and Rice got two in the bottom of the third. It was 14 to two. The Raiders, Raiders picked up four more in the fourth. There's a ball hit hard to the shortstop. He'll go to second for the force, and that will end the Raiders' seventh inning. So Jones hits into a 6-4 force play. No runs, no hits, two left. We will go to the bottom of the seventh inning, Middle Tennessee 21 and Rice 3 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. We'll go to the bottom of the seventh inning and the Raiders will use pitcher Dustin Sprong to try and get uh, through the seventh inning. Dustin, sophomore out of Morgantown, Indiana. Also out of Howard College, 6'3", 175. Just had a birthday, I think on Thursday. 
Here's Garibay to lead it off in the seventh. Keeping my fingers crossed that the 10 run rule is in effect. We'll find out as Sprong is ready to pitch. There's a strike call, nothing in one. I think everybody on the travel squad has played today except Nagishi, who's been ailing a little bit. He's not been feeling well. Pitch is high. One and one to Garibay. Let's see. Dustin Sprong making his sixth appearance, no record. 7.71 earned run average. There's a ball swung on, hit in the air down the left side. Long run for Coker, can't get there. That ball kicks off the screen. A foul ball and it is one and two. <laughs> Sprung has pitched seven innings, allowed six runs, all earned. Six walks, six strikeouts. One home run allowed. He's ahead in the count, one and two. Pitches inside, ball two, two and two. Twenty-one to three, the Raiders leading. We're in the seventh. Garibay leading it off with a two-two count and low ball three. Count goes full. Raiders in the outfield with Jacob Wright in left, Benson in center, Snyder still in right. There's a ball hit into left center field. That is going to be caught by Jacob Wright for out number one here in the seventh. Around the infield, we've got Coker, Peralta, Jennings, and Jacob Williams. Nick Jones behind the plate. And Dustin Sprong, the fourth pitcher, is on for the Raiders. Jalen Wirtz went an inning and a third, no runs, one hit. And had a strikeout. First pitch to Austin Bullman outside for ball one. Bullman has singled, walked, and plied to right. And looks at ball two outside, two and oh. Ball three misses, same spot, three balls, no strikes. There's a strike call, three and one the count. One out in the seventh. Dustin Sprong, the fourth pitcher used by the Raiders today. Swan started. Bryson Thomas, Jalen Wirtz, and there's ball four to Bowman. 
That is the first walk the Raider pitchers have allowed since Swan walked four batters in the third inning. Runner at first, Bullman, the batter is Becker. The left-handed hitter, cleanup hitter for them as a single and a walk. Pitch is outside, ball one. Sprong checks the runner at first. And the pitch is high, ball two. He lost his cap on that pitch. Two balls and no strikes. Strike at the knees. And the count will go to two and one. What uh, fans are left here at the ballpark are up under the roof of the grandstand trying to get out of the sun. There's a ball slammed hard to right field. That's trouble. That's up against the wall. Throw comes back in and the Owls will have runners at second and third. Giving their fans a little bit to cheer about here in the seventh. Second hit for Becker. First off, Dustin Sprong. Here's Rydell, who is 0 for 3. pitch popped up foul ground Coker with the glasses down has room and he's got it for out number two a lot of foul ground here between the baseline and the dugouts so with two outs the batter will be Gallo as a single in three trips I don't know if the Raiders have any other pitchers left with the exception of those who've already worked, and Jaden Ham has been troubled with a bad back. That's why he didn't get a start this weekend, which is outside. Ball one to Gallo. See, Cannon's been used, Wigginton's been used, Wirtz, Siebert, Sells. Of course, Jacob Wright. Can pitch out. He's in left field now. Uh, Julian is here. He's not been used. Swan Sprung, Lloyd. He's already been used. Pitches low. Good block by Nick Jones. Yeah, I think uh, I think the only pitchers that are still here are left ourselves. Of course, Siebert. Wigginton, Keenan, they've all been used. Swan, used in this game, Bryson Thomas. Here's the pitch. That's a strike on the outside corner, two and two to Gallo. 
Here's the 2-2 pitch, and it's outside, and Jones picks it up, throws to the pitcher, but the pitcher didn't get to the plate in time. Might have had a chance to get that runner coming in. That'll be a wild pitch. Jones tossed it underhanded, but Sprawling was a little bit late getting to the plate. The run scores. The other runner goes to third. It is 21 to four. And a count of two and two on Gallo. Or three and one, the umpire says. And there's ball four outside. Second walk in the inning. Runners at first and third with two outs. The batter is Garza. Garza, left-handed batter, swings and misses at the first pitch. Sprong loses his cap again. You have to get him a chin strap. One strike to count. Two outs here in the seventh. Pitch misses outside, one ball, one strike. Nick Jones doing the catching. The only starters still out there are Coker at third base and Snyder in right field. There's a ball hit deep to right. That's going to get out of the ballpark. And that will be a foul ball. And now plate umpire signal foul. First base umpire signals fair. It's going to be a three-run homer. And Coach Toman out of the dugout wants to know what's going on. Home plate umpire at first signal foul. The first base umpire signal fair. As soon as that ball was hit, you knew it was going out of the ballpark. Fair or foul. So that's going to be a three-run homer for Manny Garza, his second of the season. The third baseman, Justin Wrong. So it is now 21 to what? Seven. One, two, three, four. A uh, 21 to seven. Pitch low for ball one to long. Scoreboard has 21 to six. Now they've got it right. 21 to seven. There's a ball hit in the left center field. That one's going to go a long way. And running catch. Luke Benson. Makes the running catch for the third out in the seventh inning. 
And this ball game is over. The 10 run rule is in effect. And the Raiders win it by a score of 21 to seven. So the 10 run rule in effect on getaway day as is generally standard in Conference USA. The Raiders winning it 21 to seven. Wish our football team could match that score next time we play the Rice Owls. They'll be leaving Conference USA, going to the American Conference, but I think uh, we'll have one more year of competition with Rice. I will wait for the final box to give you the final totals in this game. The Raiders do improve their record to now 29 and 20 on the year, 17 and 10 in Conference USA. And they have won their sixth straight game. Rice extends, uh, the Raiders extend the Rice losing streak to nine straight. Rice is now 13 and 39. 6 and 21 in Conference USA. So that's your ball game. Raiders win it 21 to 7. Stay with us. Our post game show comes your way next as you listen to Blue Raider baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, 
ice cream, and more. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium. Once again, here's Dick Palmer. Thank you. Welcome back and welcome into our post-game show. The Raiders win the Game on getaway day here at Rice by a score of 21 to 7. They used an 11 run third inning to fuel the victory, and the 10 run rule in effect today puts the Raiders uh, now at 29 and 20 on the season, 17 and 10 in Conference USA, and the Raiders now with a six game winning streak, their longest of the season, to take uh, home and take into the Vanderbilt game on Tuesday night. The Raiders picked up a run in the first inning and that scored on a wild pitch. Got uh, two in the uh, second inning for three to nothing lead and then erupted for 11 in the third inning. A, a big error by Rice with the bases loaded and two outs. Opened the floodgates there. And the Raiders went on to a 14 to nothing lead. Rice uh, got two in the third inning. The Raiders picked up four more in the fourth to make it 18 to two. Rice got a run in the fifth to make it 18 to three. Raiders had a three run homer from Jacob Williams in the sixth inning. Make it 21 to three and then Rice Got four off uh, Dustin Sprong in the seventh, including a three-run homer by Manny Garza, 21-7. to seven. The final score, Carson Herberts uh, on his way downstairs, and we'll get some comments from Coach Jim Toman here in just a minute. The Raiders will be flying home tonight. It, it is a late flight, I think scheduled for 9.45 out of uh, Hobby Airport here in Houston. So next game will be Tuesday night on the road at Vanderbilt. We'll be on there at 545 for our pregame show there. And then we'll close out the regular season at home Thursday, Friday, and Saturday against the league-leading Golden Eagles of Southern Mississippi. And that will be uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then next week the conference tournament, which will be in Hattiesburg this year. So we'll be on the air on Thursday and Friday at uh, 5.45 for a 6 o'clock broadcast, and then Sunday, or rather Saturday afternoon at 1 o'clock. And it will be senior day on Saturday. The Raiders will be honoring the uh, seniors who will be 
finishing out their careers here at Middle Tennessee. So we hope uh, all of you can come out. You want to see one of the uh, top teams in college baseball, Southern Mississippi, is ranked this week number 14, have been ranked as, no, as high as number four in the country this year. And, of course, Vanderbilt's no slouch either. And we'll play down there on Tuesday night. And then going into the tournament, the Raiders should be no better than fourth or fifth in the league as far as seeding. Southern Miss will be number one. And everything based on uh, one more series for each team. But Louisiana Tech and San Antonio tied for second, depending on the outcome of today's games. UTSA was uh, matched up against Southern Miss. Middle Tennessee was right uh, in the mix at 16 and 10. Charlotte and Florida Atlantic were both 15 and 10, and they were playing two games today. So, don't know how the uh, how those games have uh, settled out. We'll. If I can get my uh, handheld electronic device to cooperate, we'll try and see if I can pick up something from Conference USA today. Several of the games probably still going on. I think Carson has uh, found Coach Tolman. So we're going to... Go down on the field in just a moment. Get comments from the Blue Raider head coach. Carson, we'll send it All to right, you. All right, Coach. Well, the Beast woke up again today. Uh, 21 runs scored uh, in the to get the sweep uh, this afternoon. Uh, 21 to 7. Uh, what's this game like uh, as a coach in the dugout? Well, that was fun. Anytime you swing the bats like that, it's fun. You know, we probably walked a few too many guys, but the guys competed on the mound. Swan gave us two good innings and struggled in the third, and then Thomas did a good job getting us out of an inning, and Wirtz got us out of an inning, and, and you know, we gave up that home run late, but uh, it's always good to, you know, get a sleep on the road. It's hard to do in any conference, let alone Conference USA, so just proud of the guys. It's fun. Yeah, you finally got a sweep this season. Uh, with so many times you've won two out of three, of course. Uh, but what does winning that last game uh, mean to this team? Well, we've been winning on Sundays a lot, but this is the first time that we were able to sweep it. But, you know, you got to win the first two to get a sweep. But we, we've been pretty good on Sundays, so I expected us to play well, and, and we did. So I didn't expect it to be, you know, that score, but I'll take it. Go shower up, get some good food in us, and go home and get some rest and uh, get ready to practice and get ready for next week. One more Conference USA series. Uh, what are you looking for uh, with this team uh, heading into Southern Miss? Well, there's a lot on the table. I mean, we could finish first or we could finish sixth or something like that in the league. Now, we're, we're in the tournament, so that's a good thing. And uh, we're at home, and uh, we're just going to play just like we've been, play it one game at a time, see what happens. All right, congrats on the big win, Coach. I appreciate it, Carson. That's Carson uh, Herbert down on the field with Coach Jim Tobin. 
as the Raiders will be uh, preparing to uh, clean up a little bit, get on the bus, head to the airport, and back home. Let's take a look at the final totals today for Middle Tennessee. 21 runs, 18 hits, two errors in the game. The Raiders uh, stranded eight runners. Rice had seven runs on seven hits. They committed four errors and left seven men on base. The winning pitcher, Jalen Wirtz, gets the win. He was the most effective Blue Raider pitcher. 2-0, Wirtz goes an inning and a third. No runs, one hit, one strikeout. Perkins, the starter, takes the loss. He goes two innings, gives up eight runs, six earned, seven hits, and uh, will be the losing pitcher. He's one and one. Time of the game, three hours, 11 minutes. Attendance today, again, a good turnout, 2,468 here in Houston. We started the game uh, 84 degrees under bright sunshine. We ended it, uh, I think, probably over 90 as they were expecting record temperatures in the Houston area this week. The Raiders, uh, hitting-wise, had uh, home runs from Jacob Williams and Brett Coker. Multiple hit games from Fausto Lopez, who had two hits. J.T. Mabry had two. Wyatt Morgan picked up two. Jackson Galloway with Three hits and four runs batted in. Briggs Rudder, three hits, four runs batted in. Coker had two hits, two RBIs. And down, down the line, everybody contributed with a bat today. So the Raiders winning now 29 and 20, 17 and 10 in conference play. That's going to wrap up our broadcast uh, from Reckling Park here at uh, on the campus of Rice University. We'd like to Thank everybody. Good to see my old friend J.P. Heath, the voice of the of the Rice Owls. He had a long day today, but we've all been there. The Raiders win it 21 to seven, sweep the series, and will come home to face Vanderbilt, and then the final conference series against Southern Miss next week. Thanks all of you for listening. T.J. Stewart has been our studio producer. Thanks for Car- to uh, Carson for his work on the field, and that's going to wrap it up. We will talk to you again next Tuesday night from Vanderbilt 545 for the pregame show. Until then, Dick Palmer, thanks for listening. Good afternoon from the ballpark. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network. We now return to regular programming on News Radio WGNS.